Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. You likely know our next guest from his uncanny impressions. Jay-Z. <laughs> Chia. Uh, oh, President Obama. Uh, okay, now I, I, I understand uh, that I'm appreciated. So then Eddie gets up and he's like, wait, 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 Everybody just relax, okay? Everybody just relax. Everybody just relax. Everybody just cool out, all right? You know what I'm saying? We're going to get ready to bowl, okay? Tracy Morgan, Tracy Morgan, show turn the bowl. Pick up the ball. Comedian Jay Farrow has made a name for himself in comedy from his time as a cast member on Saturday Night Live to his film roles, to stand-up. And though he's often tapped to show off his impressions, he says his comedy goes beyond the impersonations. Now, he's in town for a performance and special taping at the Den Theater in Wicker Park tonight. But ahead of his shows, he stopped by to chat with me. And he tells me he's had a lot of time to perfect his craft. I've been doing impressions since I was six years old. I used to use it to get girls when I was younger. I'm dead. What, what I'm, were your impressions at six? Gilbert Godfrey, uh, Iago. <laughs> it was all Disney characters. It was they, they were relatable to my age group. You know. Oh my God, you sound you sound so good. You know. I, I went to a. <laughs> I was a, I was in a white school district at first, and then I had a culture shock in sixth grade when I got shifted to the black one, and then. All of them were like, why you talk like that? I was like, well, talk like what? He's like, what do you mean? (laughs) You mean articulate? You're supposed, and then I stayed in that school system and I remember going back home, uh, like a couple of months later and I talked, my mom was like, Hey, how was school? I was like, man, school was good. You know, who is this? Like I had adapted. You are already changing your voice. I was changing my voice. I had to, I was like, man, I got to fit in or I'm going to get, I'm going to keep getting beat up. And of course the impressions have evolved, right? So which of of them would you say Jay is the most fun for you to do? Uh, that's such a, that's such a subjective question for me because it's like, I have fun doing them all. I don't have a favorite one. I just, if I say I have a favorite one, it's just so I could do the the impression that I said I was going to do. Yeah. But, I mean, the one that people ask me for the most is, like, I think it's either Jigga or Kevin Hart. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And those are my favorite, I got to say. When you do Jay-Z, it's just, it's spot on. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right now, <laughs> right now. Damn, I don't sound like him right now. So you could definitely hear the, the distinction between my voice and Jay-Z. You know, because, um, yeah, um, you know, Pharaoh's got like a, you know, a, a special ear, you know, <laughs> um, like a lot of people don't have that. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who do, you know, voice impersonations of me. And, uh, out of all of them, yeah, I've got to say that, you know, he captures the, the spirit and the essence of Hove the most. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a billionaire. So <laughs> I'm a billionaire. Has he heard this? Oh yeah. He, he loves it. Jay-Z has been there. Every time he sees me, he's like, yo, what up, fake Jay-Z? <laughs> yo, you the one that doesn't get Beyonce. I do, you know. Yeah, and I'll well, never get a divorce. I will not lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I've been watching you for so long, and yeah. I see in interviews that you do, hosts always ask you to run through like a dozen impressions oh, yeah. on the spot. I'm wondering how good you are at accents, though. Which, I mean, yeah, you know, one? they're usually exaggerated, you know, but can you do yeah. like believable regional accents? Absolutely. Like, C- what, can you what? do Chicago? Oh, shot. Damn. Where, where, 
Where, where's the Shot Town one, Joe? I, I know y'all say Joe. I know y'all say Joe, Joe. I know y'all say what up, Joe. I know y'all say that. Uh, damn, what is a was it Bernie? Man, how does Bernie Mac? What's what's Bernie Mac's accent? What's Richard <laughs> Pryor's accent? Like, All right, how about London? Oh yeah, London, of course. Like what, what part? What part of London you talking about? What part of London you talking about? I don't I don't know which part. Like South London or talking about like North London. I don't know which one you're talking about, but like definitely love that, mate. You know? How about Boston? Oh yeah, sh- <laughs> you park your car in Harvard Yards. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we get a shake. Let me get a large. Let me get a large shake. Let me get a large. <laughs> Philly. I- Philly, oh yeah, ball, oh, yeah, the balls, yeah. I like, I like Philly. Like, it's, it's like hilarious, cause like, like that John crazy, like that John was wild, wildfire. You yeah, feel they do me? Say like, John. They say John a lot. My young boy, my old head, and my young John, my young John. Yeah. Can you do a Canadian accent? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Depends on what part you're talking about, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. I love Can I love Canada, yeah. Somebody said Canada. I said, whoa, that's not what we're called. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do something from Texas, like Dallas or Houston? Uh, I mean, sure. Like, let me let me let me see my uh, like hot, real hot girl shit. Like, <laughs> let, let me hear. Uh, so the people in the people in Houston. Oh yeah, H Town, H Town going down. H Town is going down. Jamaican. Blood cloud boy, y'all chop boat no. Y'all chop boat for like one minute. Lord have mercy. Huh? This your, one. Your comedy, though, one. it, it uh-huh. goes it goes beyond impressions, Absolutely. right? You know, I got so issues. How do, you, <laughs> how do you like to connect with your audience when you're doing your thing? I mean, just, I mean, just like I, when I start talking about, when I just start talking about my life and how I feel like they immediately like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like it just it immediately when I go out there, like it's, it's instantaneous. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I talk about, I talk about now being 30. It's so crazy when you're in your twenties, you're in your twenties and you fear 30 so much, you fear it. And when it comes, you're like, this is not that bad. But mm-hmm. the people that are still in the twenties see you as, Oh man. Like they, they like, you'll go from somebody who's like hip at 29 to being 30 and they're like now they think you're in a nursing home <laughs> in a wheelchair or whatever but it's it but once you get 30 everybody's the same damn age you know, you know what i'm saying like yo 40 year olds you know i want to take a step back and, and learn more about you you were raised in virginia chesapeake virginia chesapeake virginia and you said that you grew up in a funny family yeah my people were hilarious my pop is my dad is my mom is funny too she's from new york she's from brooklyn she's from best but uh my father is just silly funny and I think I think watching them and then I don't know being able to uh, jump into jump into characters and stuff like that. It was just a healthy mm-hmm. h- upbringing. You feel me? Yeah. And that's one thing I could say while my parents are still together because they've been together for forty two years. Wow! But that's because my dad can always make my mom laugh. Like, and I've seen I've seen them go at each other and be screaming and, and talking. But he's like, yeah, he's like. He's like, well, Tony, you need to brush your teeth. Well, it's funny that you can smell everything because you can't hear shit. And then my mom will start <laughs> dying laughing. And it's like the truth, the truth is always funny. But they have always had a rapport where they've gone back and forth. And um, watching that. that was just just so, such a fertile, such a good fertile ground so for So you, you would comedian. say they shaped your sense of humor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say church and I would say just church in general. And I didn't even know, you know, God, you know, God, please forgive me for when I was younger, I would just see things and I would imitate it. And I would, you know, because I was I was super observational. I'm still super. I'm a, 
I'm an observational comedian. I'm, I do observational comedy. Right. But and that's part of uh, that. That's where the mimicry comes from. But there would be like fiends in my church, like, and I didn't even know they were fiends. Like they would be. Some people have problems, or they'd be on medication. They'd be doing certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was this lady. She her neck would jerk back like this, and I was watching, and I I'd, I'd be doing it. And then she'd be like, you better watch yourself. And I'm like, yeah, you better watch yourself. You feel me? So it was back and forth. Just for- always, always imitation. Imitation, always imitating and looking and, and just and just turning into whatever mm. I saw, you know? You also describe yourself, though, as a, a sheltered kid. Absolutely. Talk about that. I'm a sheltered kid. Uh I had, you know, I come from a, I come from a, a heavy apostolic household. You know what I mean? Uh, really strict rules. What uh, wasn't able to to do a lot of the things that the other kids were uh, doing. You know, staying out. Of course, black kids. You know, you got to be inside by the time the street light comes on or whatever. But I really got the, I really got the burn from my people. It's like I wasn't able to do, I wasn't able to do anything, and I got babied a lot. You know. I got baby. I was a baby. Really? So they would do everything. They would do everything for me. So with with those, with that skills, you can't you can't do anything. You gotta you gotta learn how to grow up. So I don't even think that I really started uh, living living until I went to New York and did SNL because in Virginia I was at my people's house. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, and two uh, government workers. You know, they they, they both work for the government. So it was just a lot of rules and restrictions that I had oh. and um that a lot I didn't get to experience. And you know, in, in the suburbs, you know, was uh was pretty much raised in the suburbs. Of course there were some hood moments, but you know, sparse. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I, I I listen, I, I I know how to talk to talk, you feel me? Like I I can blend in, but that's just because I've I've observed I've got you know, people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hang out with my cousins, you know, my, my grandmother and everything. Um, yeah, you've done a little bit of, of, of both lives, oh yeah. I, I would say. I'm so, Constantine. So when was it that you think you knew comedy was going to be the route that you wanted to take professionally? At 15, when yeah. I went to uh, when I went to private school for a year uh, because I had left public school because I was like, man, these kids, are, these kids are crazy. I don't really feel good in this environment. I told my mom um, and she put me in private school and then those kids there were trying to joke and then that's when i flipped it i was like i'm not letting this happen here and i just this boost of confidence came and i got popular there and then i started i started performing in front of my friends and of course i was performing already in in church and doing little you know little uh little shows or whatever and uh in 2004 uh, i was put in a competition at 16 called the virginia idol talent search and out of it it was comedians it was uh dancers it was, it was rappers it was poets ventriloquists oh wow out of all of the whole thing i got fifth place out of the whole thing so amazing after that i was like yeah it was four singers ahead of me you know what i mean four That's singers it. it's oh, four singers those singers those singers oh, with their talent that. yeah <laughs> i could I was, yeah if i would have known now in retrospect because i got i got notes too so i should have sang i should have sang at the end Listen, so I Jay, it's never too late it's never too late it's never too late all right <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I, I got to bring up the elephant in the room because due to the current SAG after strike, yeah, yeah. we're not going to talk today about your movies or right. about SNL. Right. Um, I understand you are taking this work stoppage very seriously. Like you, you've been on the picket line. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely picketed. You know, uh, I work I work family guys. So I went out there with them um, in solidarity uh, a few weeks ago, was out there marching. Um, we weren't saying anything, though. I was like, this is this a silent march. Like this would be cool if, you know what I mean. Like I would like say, hey, no where, where's the hell? No, we won't go. Like there was none of that. 
I'm like, son, this would be cool if it was like 1920 and it was a Charlie Chaplin movie. And it, what, what are we picketing in subtitles? What is happening now? <laughs> so I was out there with them for I was out there with them. But the reason is so serious, it's so severe. Like, yo, AI is taking over. I don't know if you all seen The Flash. I, I went out and saw it. Uh, Michael Keaton, of course. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I went to go see that movie. Um, but there were so many cameos in that movie with artificial intelligence and the actual actors weren't in there and Mm. the studio didn't have to pay them. So you using my likeness and my face and you're not giving me anything. And on the other side, as far as the writers and the actors go, all of these streaming services are making billions upon billions of dollars every pretty much almost every day subscription. Netflix won't stop because we all get that message. We all get that message saying, hey, we're going to have to up it $3. I don't know who. We didn't pay for so many of their kids' colleges. We don't know what to do. You understand? So the streaming services are not giving residuals. Like, I did a movie. I did that movie movie with Christina Milian. You know what I mean? You know, and um, I I got a flat rate. And it's playing constantly. How is that fair? When you all are getting all of the bag, and we're, we're getting nothing but crumbs. And the writers, a lot of them are picketing and they can't even support themselves. Now they're at, they're at their wits end. So and then what, what does this message of solidarity show then, right? You're yeah. going out and yeah. it's actors and writers and crew across the spectrum, across yeah. the income levels all together. It, it needs to, it definitely needs to change. It's all about representation because we need, we need as many people to uh, fight the fight as we can, because yo, I don't know if you saw Billy Porter, Billy Porter is, yo, he can't even afford to pay his house right now. And he got a shocking. Emmy. That was shocking. He has an Emmy, yeah. you know? So luckily I do have I do have stand up. But but back to the fight. We all we need everybody's support because it's not fair and people people this is their livelihood. And this is some some people only thing they do is write or the only thing they do is act. Luckily, me, uh, I am multifaceted. So I do I do a lot more because I rap too, you know, I spit, you know what I mean? I got my music stuff popping, whatever. Yeah, let's talk about that music. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because not too long ago, you, you came out with your first EP, right? Uh, uh, Spit an Image. Second, second. That was the second that one. That was the second yeah, one. Yeah, the first, the first one I did, a, it was a, The Resurrection. That was back in 2014. Oh, but, okay. But Spit an Image was uh, 2021. And, um, you know, that was uh, me um, featuring artists that you know. Me featuring Jay-Z. Me featuring T.I. Me featuring 50 Cent. Me featuring Lil Wayne. Me featuring... Uh, 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 a big Sean, you know what I mean? So, and they were all played by me. So basically it was me rapping with myself. I'm doing my own features. You know what I mean? As these artists, Yeah. but it had never been done before. And now two years later, artificial intelligence just came out and kind of took the way. Very similar. Very similar. What... Yeah. Huh. So again, that's why it is important to nail these bastards. Well, you know, as we, we talk about these greats, right? Yeah. I know your love of hip hop, it really shows Absolutely. with that project and, and the others. I'm sure you know this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Oh, yeah. We've had a blast on Reset talking about it over the past few weeks on the show. So I can't let you go without asking you which artist or album introduced you to hip hop and made you fall in love with it. Oh, man. Do you Ludacris, remember? Ludacris back for the first time. Oh. Oh, that was my first. One. That was my first rap album that I had. As I'm as I'm talking, I'm sounding like Luda. Yeah, Ludacris back for the first time. That was the that was the album, baby. That's exactly how he sounds. That's, he talks like that. He's real smooth. Chris Britt. Shout out to Chris. I seen him. I saw him two days. I saw him at Madison Square, man. I, I was like, yo, dude, 
It's good seeing him. But he's the one. His album, it was a, that was the first album I had. Um, I would listen to it before. Like I said, Shelter Household. My parents didn't let me listen to that stuff. They would listen to Al Green and Prince. They would let me listen to Prince. <laughs> but they wouldn't let me listen to Jay-Z or Biggie Smalls. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. It, 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 it does it. It does, right? It's kind of <laughs> weird, right? Like, like, get off 29 positions in a one-night stand. I can listen to that, but I can't <laughs> I can't listen to, can I get a hug? I can't listen to that. That's that's so crazy to me. But but um my love for hip hop also extended when I heard uh when I heard Get Rich or Die Trying. That was mm-hmm. another one. 50 Cent. Like that was like that one was dope and Jay-Z's uh, The Blueprint, I heard The Blueprint. All I got introduced Classic. to it probably 2001 well i heard it before but i started owning stuff 2001 2002 that's when i started really Mm -hmm. listening and then you know i was battle rapping i was doing all of that i was making tracks you were inspired i was super inspired by these guys in my top five people are gonna get mad at this i would say i say jay-z i say kanye i would say ludicrous gotta put ludicrous up there i would say eminem and i would say uh i would say big I'm not mad at that top Those five. Are my top I, I think Ludacris does not get absolutely the love mm-hmm. and the shine that he deserves. All right, so let's let's talk about <laughs> what you're here in town for. You yeah. are in Chicago. You're taping this upcoming stand-up special at the Den Theater in Wicker Park. So tell folks what they can expect. Uh, you can expect everything. It's just it's so personal to me. It's 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 just it's me talking about myself. Um, it's um, it's heartfelt. It's uh, it's 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 poignant. It's um, it's it's funny it's it's fresh it's uh it's everything that people were expecting when i first came out mm. i could say that i think I, I i believe that because everybody was like oh man this dude is oh he look at him he the neck eddie murphy that, that was saying all of that stuff i think this special right here will show those chops this is going to show those chops in a different way with the with the energy of um I would say the energy of Bernie with a little bit of Robin crossed in there with some Chris Rock with some Chappelle and Eddie glossed on top. It of sounds it. like we're finally getting to know you. Yes. Jay. You're finally getting to know Jared, Jared Farrell. Now, please don't come up to me after the show and call me Jared cuz y'all don't know me like that. <laughs> I'm going to call but, you Jared for the rest of this uh, interview. Uh, you don't got to do that, you know, cuz <laughs> my parents weren't good at naming. I don't think they were. It was either Jared or Fabian. Really? That was it. <laughs> Not a, st- not a, not a Steve, not a. So Jay it is. Jay it is. Jay it is. Jay is cool. Yo, Jared sounds like he'll fix your taxes. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> you need help with your taxes? Call Jared Farrow. Doesn't it sound like one of them infomercials? <laughs> Doesn't it sound like that? Like, yo, I'm so like, and when I show up, people are like, you're Jared? I'm like, yeah, I'm Jared. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had white privilege before SNL. I used to use it. <laughs> but you know, all this talk about comedy specials. Yeah. It reminds me of the fact that we've heard so much lately behind the scenes when it comes to comedians working to land their own comedy specials on yeah. these big networks. Right? Yep. It's this, this big task. Yep. Who's deserving? Who's not? Right. Because I'm, I'm still thinking of that drama that unfolded between Monique and, oh, and Netflix man. a few years ago. Yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and y'all got to pay me what y'all owe me. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what she said. It, it's not just about landing the comedy special. It is about being paid what you think you're worth as yep. a comedian. What are your thoughts on that whole debacle um, in general? Man, I feel like uh, I feel like if you're you know if you're around in the game and you have enough, you got that respect, and if you have the numbers, you should get paid 
you should get paid whatever you want to if you have the if you have the fanship and you have the numbers now if you if you don't then hey you know but if you do i believe i believe you deserve those so i'm so happy to see folks like lunell uh get a, get a special mm-hmm. earthquake and all of those folks that have been uh that have been grinding like pioneers the pioneers not not put not saying anything against people who have uh done it quicker but just the folks that the folks that have that I grew up watching, I think they definitely deserve to get those big bags. Yeah. You know, you're doing it a, a different way, though, getting yours off the ground a different way. You're, you're doing this independently. So Grass what's roots. that going to mean exactly, Jay? And, and will we, the audience, see a difference? You'll see it. Well, well, yeah, my manager uh, is directing uh, my sister, Shana Farrow. She's directing it. You will get a difference. It is it's uncut. It's going to be it's going to be uncut and raw. Usually when you turn a special into a network, they got all of these different rules and uh, guidelines that you have to follow. If you put it out, if you put it out yourself, you have more, uh, there's more leniency. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just, it's just going to be, it's just going to be an hour and change of fun. I, I would say this, the first one that I did with Showtime and thank God for them. I thought, you know, God bless them. I'm happy uh, that I did business with them, but that special, there was so much taken out of the first one just because of the type of jokes that I was doing. I was doing musical jokes and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you do musical jokes, you can only use a certain percentage of the song for seconds before you have to pay an extended amount of money. Right. So. Oh, we it, know all about that. Yeah. Here. Yeah, for sure. So and then people people are people are getting wiser now. They're, they're having it. The lawyers are on it. So if you use something, they'll they'll immediately take it and be like, well, you got to pay me for this. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, Sting gets paid every day from P. Diddy. Every day Sting gets a check from P. Diddy because he stole that song from him. Every step that uh that uh that, every step I every take, step I take every move yep. you make every yep I'll be watching you. I'll be paying you. <laughs> Speaking That's, of watching you, yeah. when can we watch this uh, comedy special? Um, I am going to. I plan on putting it out within three months of uh of the date. So you can expect to you can expect to see it probably in October or at latest I would say November. But it's definitely going to be this year. I'm not sitting on it. Um, and I don't have to sit on it because that's another thing. It's not going through the network. Right. So I can, just, I can just put it independent. And look at the folks that have done that. Ali Sadiq, I'll, get, I'll use him as an example. Matt Reif, I'll use him as an example. Andrew Schultz, I'll use him as an example. Sam Morrill, I'll use him as an example. I'll use, um, uh, uh, there was, oh, good gracious, there's so many. Uh, Louis C.K., use him as an example. All of these guys. Amanda have, Seals. Amanda Seals. All these folks have taken the power into their own hands. Like, put the power in your own hands. They've taken the power, put it in their own hands, and they make a profit from it. It's like, yo, yes, this is my money. It's going into it, but I know I'm gonna what I'm gonna get back from it is going to be greater, and I'm not gonna have to split it. I'm just yo, I'm looking forward to it because yeah. I have a feeling. I really have a feeling, and and you know I'm gonna put Jesus on top of this because He protects me. I'll say that. Okay, mm-hmm. I will say I feel like when this comes out and people see it and the word spreads. I'm going to shoot from this this level. I'm going to skip a level and go somewhere else. I think I'm going to ascend to that that level that I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Because this is just this material, this material special. Like I said, you know, you've seen what happened with me over the last few years. And oh, stuff. yeah. I got I got messed with by the cops. I, you know, shoot. I uh, got dang, I got drugged one time. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on that I I have 
yet to address publicly that I need to talk about. So, But I, you, you're overcoming. Absolutely. And we're all along for the ride to watch you just Absol- ascend. Yes. Yeah. And, and by the grace, by the grace of God, like, you know, I, I, I put that I put that up there, yo, because, you know, it's, it's protection, protection over there. Because, yeah. you know, that the, the other one will try to mess with you when he hears you he's trying to put the blessings out there like this. Yeah. But um, I feel like it's I really feel like that's going to happen. And um, deservedly so, yo, I've been doing stand up for 19 plus been years in the work. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, uh, I'm here now. I get it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when it starts clicking, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh, that's ooh, that's yeah. me. Yeah, that's me. Did They're all here show? to see me. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be at the taping? You ain't going to be at the taping. I want to be at the taping. Am I invited to the taping? You're going to the taping. Well, I'm going to come to the taping. All right, all right. I'll okay. just wonder. I'll see you. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, you're going to come. I'm going right, to come. Cool, uh, you coming too? You coming too? All right, she's yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Everybody's coming. All right, cool, cool. That's comedian Jay Farrow. You can catch him at the Den Theater for shows at 7.15 and 9.30, where he'll be taping his upcoming comedy special. Yeah. Now, there's more information at thedentheater.com. Jay Farrow, such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks Plus for stopping by. Here. That's Jared, baby. Yeah. <laughs> This Reset Conversation was produced by me and Meha Ahmed, who also edited the episode. Get Reset in your inbox Monday through Friday by subscribing to our newsletter. You'll get the biggest headlines, see what we're covering on the show, and some recommendations for what to see and do in Chicago. Just go to wbez.org slash Reset News to sign up. That'll do it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.